Tonight's bedtime story is by guest writer Matt Martin, and I'll let him introduce his story. My story is called Watching Tron, and it's about subversive film and the inconsistency of metaphor. Enjoy. I used to sub at middle school because no other subs on the sub list would sub middle school, and I would. So I got frequent calls to come sub. Sometimes subbing middle school was as bad as everyone imagines it to be, with hellish 7th and 8th graders being hellish. The shortcomings of the early adolescent age group had been well documented. Other times, though, it was very fun. One day I was assigned to teach for Mr. Palmer, the middle school AV tech teacher and former deadhead. As a teacher of what Wallace termed an exploratory subject, Mr. Palmer was relegated to a low-traffic hallway on the far edge of the school and had the pleasure of teaching 6th, 7th, and 8th grade students. His classroom was very large in order to accommodate the cameras, video editing system, assortment of computer and video monitors, and the news desk in the corner of the room that specially selected students sat behind every morning. They would stare blank-faced into a camera and struggle to read badly typed announcements off a teleprompter during the Warrior News, which was broadcast throughout the school and ignored by the entire student body. I arrived in Mr. Palmer's class to see one tiny note on his desk. His instructions for the day were, Press play. These instructions applied to all four classes I would be teaching that day. I looked at the DVD I was going to be playing, and there it was, Tron. I was going to be playing Tron four times that day, or playing the first 70 minutes of Tron four times that day. As soon as the students for the first class entered, I told them it was time to watch Tron. They said, No, that movie's gay. It's so fag. I told them they had better be careful, for they would be graded on how well they enjoyed the movie. They believed me, gloriously, and started panicking. But it sucks. It's gay. It's weird. I shook my head and said, Oof, that is an F. I ran through the attendance, making sure to mispronounce each and every name on the roster, including middle names where they were listed. Then I pressed play on the DVD player, and on came Tron. I said, what's all this chittering and chattering? Turn forth your eyes and behold Tron! I then sat back and read a book. The class tried to watch Tron, but what a crappy movie to impose on middle schoolers. I tried to confiscate a note from some girls that turned out to be a complicated love probability game involving their names and the names of boys they liked. I asked them, but what about Tron? The rest of the students slouched and pouted, furious at Tron. Even the nerds were displeased. When the class was dismissed, I asked them how well they enjoyed Tron. Most of them lied through their teeth. Oh, I loved it, they said. I said, mm-hmm, an A-plus for you. Period 2 went about the same way. But in period 3, as I was beginning the movie, one of the students said, Oh, and we have to take notes too? I said, what? Then looked at Mr. Palmer's board where indeed he had written down a Tron-related assignment. I had completely overlooked it. The first two periods would have absolutely nothing to turn into Mr. Palmer the next day. According to the instructions on the board, the students were supposed to be spotting metaphors for real life in Tron. They're everywhere, said the board. Palmer, a former and current hippie, was obviously talking about the police-like game controllers in Tron being a metaphor of the man holding down people who like to have fun. Unfortunately, what Mr. Palmer had overlooked was that middle schoolers have no clue what metaphors are. Who knows what a metaphor is, I asked. The smartest kid said, not using like or as. I said, right, metaphors are not similes, but what are they? 
I tried my best to explain the concept of metaphors to the students, but they didn't get it. They couldn't get it. I gave up and started Tron. The students, afraid of having nothing to turn in, turned the assignment into a collaborative effort, fretting and discussing possible answers, but none of them had any idea what they were doing. They thought the motorbikes in the Tron world were metaphors for motorbikes in the real world. They wrote this down, motorbike equals motorbike, and tank equals tank. They asked me how many metaphors they had to spot, and I told them, at least 50. I pointed out one of the characters on screen and said, See that guy wearing the big glasses there? Those big glasses are a metaphor for nerd. The kids immediately wrote that down, except for one nerd, who angrily shrieked, It just means he has bad eyes. Very good, I said. You've spotted another metaphor. Big glasses equals bad eyes. They also wrote down things like, Gray hair equals old, and tall guy equals tall. Midway through period three, one of the students bumped Mr. Palmer's jerry-rigged audio cord setup, knocking out the sound of the movie. I tried to reconnect it, and even called in another teacher who was a former electrician, but no one could repair Palmer's taped-together ramshackle connection. There were no alternate plans, there were no other assignments, and there was no reason to trust the students to do something constructive with their free time. So we finished off the class watching Tron silently, with subtitles, me calling on students to read certain lines. Let me tell you, there are long stretches in Tron without any dialogue at all. The kids finally asked if they could make the sounds of the motorbikes racing, and I let them. Period 3 fizzled to an end, and in trotted Period 4, utterly unaware that they were about to spend the next 70 minutes of their lives watching Tron without audio. What's more, the 4th period students were 8th graders, which meant that some of them had had Mr. Palmer all three years of their middle school careers. And every single time Mr. Palmer was sick, he had one plan for his classes, watch Tron. As soon as the kids came into the room and saw me sitting at Mr. Palmer's desk, they said, Oh no, we're not going to watch that gay robot movie, are we? Oh, God! I folded my hands, nodded gravely, and told them that they were, in fact, watching the gay robot movie. Furthermore, I said, not only are you watching Tron, you're being graded on how well you enjoy Tron. And not only are you being graded on how well you enjoy Tron, you are required to spot at least 50 metaphors in Tron. I paused. And not only are you required to spot 50 metaphors in Tron, you'll be watching Tron without any sound at all. Only subtitles. The students groaned in horror. Being 8th graders, some of them at least had a dim concept of what a metaphor was. And entirely by chance, one student asked as a joke, Hey, because that guy has big glasses, is that a metaphor for nerd? I laughed and said, You'd be surprised, young man. You'd be surprised. <laughs>